0: Welcome back to the Total Sports Repair Hockey pregame show, Merrimack at Wisconsin tonight here on WMCK. And joining us is the head coach of Wisconsin, and it's Tony Granado. And well, first of all, Tony, you were with the NHL you know, you know, many years, had a great career in the NHL coaching as well. What made you make the decision to come back to college and coach here at your alma mater in Wisconsin?
1: Yeah, I, I, Wisconsin's always been in my heart. I left here in 87. Uh, f- uh, after I left, my brother Donnie came and played here, I had a brother Robbie that came and played here, and then a cousin Kevin that played here. So for 15 straight years, we had a family member as part of the program. So so it's always been with me. Um, I've always come back to either Madison or parts of Wisconsin uh, to spend my summers. So I've kept in touch with the the program, with the athletic program here, and uh, it's always something I've wanted to do, and timing-wise, it, it just worked out well. And the opportunity to work with my brother and Marco Siki, two guys that uh, – that from a coaching perspective we've shared and, 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 you know, been partners, even though we've never been on the same bench together. So that all came together at the same time, and, and obviously our program was in a position where there needed to be change, and uh, we're lucky enough to be the guys to come in and try and help it get back to where we, we think it should be.
0: How do you feel? I know it's very early. How, how do you feel about where things are at right now and those changes that you talked about, and what were some of the things that you saw that needed to be done?
1: Well, I, th- I think you know the last two years were tough around here. They won four games and then eight games last year. So the last two years, 12 wins for, for our program. Um, it, was, it was at an all-time low for... for um, for attendance, for for, uh, for productivity, for excitement. So, so our job was to come back in here and get the spark back and get some energy back in here and uh, and create a fun team to watch. So the players that are here that are in place uh, are better than they performed. Um, they've given us everything that they've got to to get ready for this season. We've had a good start. We're five and three. Um, every game's been exciting. Just like you guys with BC, we played BC twice and, and had two really exciting games with them. Uh, I think our program's coming. I don't think it's as far away uh, from being back to where we think we should be as maybe everybody thought coming when we came in. So so uh, it's been a fun team to coach. we got a lot of uh, great offensive players that have, uh, have made it exciting for our fans. Now it's important that we get our fans out here to see them and get our building back filled because it's, right. it's unusual for us to have half a, half a building uh, empty. And, and I think the excitement's back. I think the people are starting to see it. Uh, we had over 10,000 for our Northern game. Uh, a couple weeks ago, and hopefully we can continue to improve on that.
0: Well, two of the areas, you know you talked about you know, thinking that the team was better than, than it had been, and you know, I think that power play and, and penalty kill are proving that that's been the case. Uh, your special teams are among the best in the country already at this point in the season. What's been the key to that?
1: Yeah, I mean, we got offensive players. If you look at our top three lines, uh, we got a lot of creative offensive players that are very gifted. Some of them are undersized by NHL standards and even some by college standards, but but they're gamers. They compete. Um, they've been fun to work with. Um, I think they go to the net hard. I think if you look at, at our power play goals, we've had some fancy ones and some pretty ones with some tap-ins, but most of them are just hard work and guys paying a price to score goals. So, so that's been very good for the start. Like you say, the PK uh, has gone well. Oh, uh, as well and I think a lot of that has to do with the willingness to block shots the, the willingness to, to uh, again I think it's a workman's mentality where you know if you can go on the ice on either a power play or penalty killer and outwork the other unit you got a chance to do well in it and and that's really been our, our focus. Um, we got a lot of guys um, that have stepped up on the PK side of things uh, and done a great job but also to goaltending you always need your goalie to be your best penalty killer and that's been the case for us as well.
0: I was going to ask you about the block shots and it's seems like you know the thinking on that has kind of changed you know in some some circles I guess you know do you go down and block the shot You you have the potential taking yourself out of the play but on the other hand if your team can block a lot of shots that that's a good uh, aspect to have in the penalty kill
1: it is but I think positionally you don't want to be a team that has to slide to block a lot of shots if you're in position in the shooting lane you block your shots great but if you're out of position, and you got to desperately slide to get back to position to make that block. Then, generally speaking, when that shot's blocked, you're out of position. When that puck's recovered by the other team, you're mm-hmm. you're probably uh, you know vulnerable to to that secondary chance. So I think that's the biggest thing is is knowing your roles and responsibilities, being in the shot blocking lanes, but not being in a position where you got to dive and 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 scramble to get to get a shot block. And I think that's what what a big difference is. The NHL now has been way different because now there are layers of shot blockers. They got one guy out you know close to the point and then they get two or three guys behind them ready to block it as well right. so it's more of a, a, a team blocking scheme than it is an individual one so um, our, ours is a little different here I think we got a bigger building here so it's a little bit harder on the PK unit especially uh, to make sure that you're not running out of position that you're controlled and uh, so far so good.
0: Well, one of the guys we're looking forward to seeing, and I'm sure that the folks back home in Boston are looking forward to hearing about Trent Frederick, you know, first-round pick of the Boston Bruins. Uh, having a, uh, uh, you know, a terrific start to you guys already this season.
1: How's he doing? He's great. He, he's, he's sustained an injury this week, so he won't be playing in th- this weekend, which is too bad for yeah. both all the Boston fans and us especially. He's been outstanding. He's... Uh, uh, you know, I, I heard a lot of things when he got drafted. Why, why did he jump up 15 spots or whatever? What he was ranked. Well, Boston knew what they were doing. This kid's a, a player. He's been uh, uh, probably our most complete player all year long, from start, start of the season to today. And and. Uh, Offensively, I think that's the part that people didn't know because he played in the position uh, with the U.S. program. He was behind a couple extremely highly skilled forwards that yeah. I'm sure all you Boston people know who they are because yeah. some of them have East ties as well. But but uh, <clears throat> he was more in two way position there where where he was playing against the other team's top line and more concerned on the defensive side of things. So yeah. on our in our position that we have him in here, he's more offensive. We're giving him a lot of power play time uh, and playing with two two skilled guys as well. So his offensive side of things is is probably a lot brighter than people going into the draft knew about, and uh, he's certainly uh, deserving of being in that spot. And, and I'm sure the Boston fans are excited because they'll see him real soon.
0: Alright, well I know Jack Barry's is going to get the starting goal tonight. He played terrific for you in the, the game against Northern. He's played well so far. Uh, tell us about him as a goaltender.
1: Yeah, and, and there's a guy we didn't know a whole lot about. He, he came in as a walk-on. Um, we knew about Jerusalem because Maddie had played all the games last year basically, uh, and we knew Maddie was a really good goalie, and we weren't sure how we were going to get Matt in the games, and... Uh, and I'm sorry, we weren't sure how to get Jack in the games. And and Matt had a couple games where he wasn't sharp. We threw Jack in there to kind of settle things down. One of them was against BC, played outstanding. Uh, Did the same thing against Northern uh, the other day. And uh, then we got him a, a start last week. Uh, against Northern uh, as well, and, mm-hmm. and obviously you got a shutout. So he's a calm kid. Uh, he's very uh, confident for a young kid. Uh, and When I say confident, it's not, there's not an arrogance to him. He's just nice and relaxed. He, he sits mm-hmm. in the net and, and lets pucks come to him and, and not a whole lot of rebounds, so very controlled. So he's been uh, a really big, uh, exciting, I don't want to say surprise, we just didn't know about him. And uh, obviously uh, he's been real big for our team so far.
0: All right, it should be a good one tonight. How do you see the matchup and what will be important for your team tonight against Merrimack?
1: Well, just from watching the tapes on Merrimack, they're a hard-working team. Uh, there's nothing easy out there. I think they're very well coached. Um, I think, you know, you've got to battle for every inch of ice out there. Uh, so it should be exciting. I think it's going to be a, a series that especially teams will have a big factor in it uh, for sure. Uh, and obviously I think from a college hockey perspective, when you get to see a team that you don't know a whole lot about, uh, there's some uncertainties, but I think it's going to be a real exciting game just from watching what Merrimack's done so far this year, and and I know know how well they're coached. It'll be be a good weekend for us. Mm -hmm.
0: All right, Tony, thanks a lot. We appreciate it. Appreciate your hospitality as well. Best of luck tonight, and hopefully we'll see you tomorrow as well.
1: Sounds good. Thanks, you guys.
0: All right, that's Tony Granato, head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers. We'll be back with more right after this, and John will have his interview with Merrimack coach Mark Dennehy right here on the TSR Repair Hockey pregame show. This is Warrior Hockey.